IG over here. This right here. All right, guys, what's up? John Sintas, Cutter Nation podcast. Pretty excited. Big squad alert here, Cutter Nation team, episode 108. I do believe we're reaching numbers that are higher than possible fastball velocities thrown, but who knows? Maybe we'll see a 108 one day. It'd be nice, right? Just to Google, like, wow, interesting stuff. Um, I'd like to introduce everybody to the team. Down here at the bottom, we've got Taylor Ahern, professional pitcher. We got over here, Eric Lopez, professional gamer. And we have Brady <laughs> Jocelyn, professional hitting coach over here. So I just want to yeah. announce everybody and introduce everybody to um, our audience. Uh, Cass and I were doing this before. Cass is no longer with the company. Um, and so this is one of the things that I wanted to introduce to everybody um, and just trying to get, you know, a conversation started. We talk all the time. I have a blast with all of these guys every day. And, you know, I feel fortunate to have a team that surrounds us to help support Cutter Nation. And, and all, the, all of us are along the same lines of thought processes in this game of baseball and player development, which we are addicted to. Each one of you guys has a very unique story and how we've come to know each other and now that we all work together. So I'd like to start off with Mr. Brady Jocelyn. Um, Brady, introduce yourself. Why don't you tell everybody where you're from, your history, what you've been doing, and, and, and how we met. Yeah, man. Uh, what's up? Brady Jocelyn, hitting coach, uh, Jugo Bandit. Um, I actually met John by playing. With them. We were on the same team. We played uh, summer ball together in between college seasons and kind of snowballed from there. He, I came on as a, a client, and then they took me on as an intern, and then I was lucky enough to, to join the team. So I'm really excited. I uh, just took over all the hitting stuff, super stoked on that, and uh, ready to get going with all, all our guys. Yeah, so why don't we talk a little bit about your, you know, when I when you and I first met, you know, you hit a you hit a double off me allegedly. Um, I don't necessarily know if if that was true. You know, we'll have to go back and look in the deep depths of the of the uh, stats for the uh, San Diego Stars. But I do remember giving you know somebody blowing the no hitter that I had rocking. And so what what a better way for it to be than you? Yes, sir. Um, when you were coming up with your hitting philosophy and the things that you know you knew that made you successful. You know, was there a was there a point where you realized that something needed to change about what you were trying to do? Absolutely. So, so um, growing up, I was all like average guy, um, forty-seven bouncers up the middle. You know, being happy with singles, and and it kind of it became pretty apparent that singles don't really singles don't really mean much to like scouts and like getting you paid and and doing whatever. So I kind of switched up, and um, I don't know. I just been I've been a lot more successful with the whole. Uh, not really launch angle style of things, but like going for, you know, big shots, hitting the ball hard, hitting the ball far. So that's uh, that's what I've been working on lately. We use the Rapsodo hitting unit. Um, I feel like it helps everybody understand what we're trying to do more. Could you talk a little bit about how you implement it in your training here? Yeah, those, uh, those measurables are huge. So when you're working on something in a cage, especially, you don't really get the kind of feedback from uh, – a normal kind of iron mic cage so that rapsodo um the rapsodo numbers that it shows you like if you jump 40 feet that's something that you should be doing right or if you jump five six miles an hour that's something that you should implement so um that's a huge part of like the way i've been training people the way i've been training myself and it's, it's kind of fun it makes it more like a game you know so it's uh 
it's it's been huge in development and those numbers are, are everything right now yeah you talked about distance uh, as far as you know um, recognize it inside our cage. And for the people that don't know, a Rapsodo hitting unit is basically a simulator, kind of like the way golf does, where it gives you launch angle, uh, velocity, total spin, which is very interesting, spin angle, which is also interesting, that can help us tell if somebody tops it or backspins or something from there. Um, I, you know, I hear you talking to a lot of the kids in the cage where you're showing where whether they hit the ball hard, make better contact, but you can actually see the difference in the distance that goes into it. So I, I'm, I want to applaud you on that because that's a very interesting uh, concept that we talk about all the time. So there, I appreciate you, uh, you know, using your expertise and being such a uh, good, good, good trainer for the kids there. It's, it's, I get a lot of compliments about how you communicate with the kids and you make it sure they understand, you know, anybody from a kindergartner to a high school to a professional could understand the concepts, especially with the story being painted with the reps auto hitting data that we display on our TV. Good job. All right, next we're gonna move on over to Mr. Taylor Ahern. Mr. Ahern uh, and I met uh, a long time ago in Santee, California. So Taylor, why don't you introduce yourself, get a little player history and, and how we met. Uh, yeah, so I'm Taylor Ahern. I'm a pitching coach, trainer here at Cutter Nation, um, currently in the independent ball circuit. Um, yeah, just uh, played Division two, Division two baseball, went to a D1 school to start and then uh, – I mean, I, did, I didn't feel like I was getting good enough to get drafted, which is obviously the ultimate goal So, um, at that age. So uh, I decided to transfer back to uh, back home, and I was told that I probably wouldn't get drafted and everything like that, and just took a chance on myself to uh, bet on myself. And, um, you know, I was, was at the right time, at the right place, uh, got, got seen um, and got picked up in 2017. And then um, – in 2018, I met John at a 24-hour fitness while I was kind of going through a little bit of an injury, and then uh, started throwing with him and stuff, and started feeling better over time. And, and I've been here ever since, so it's been a good ride. It's been a, it has been a good ride. I wanted to, you know, applaud you because you you've done something that is, you know, I I've done as well which is come back from injury and then you know increase your performance. So there's a lot of guys that I see that get hurt and can't quite get there. They're not quite the same guy. And we see it all the time. And your dedication to your craft is, is very, you know, it makes it easier for me to tell the story to show the kids that have, aren't quite there yet. When you have a model like yourself that is throwing every day, doing your arm care, lifting, doing your mobility, you know, video analysis, checking your data. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of things that go into being a professional pitcher and an indie ball guy. Cause like, you know, a lot of people don't realize that indie ball guys don't have the support as, you know, somebody who's affiliated in season that, that maybe can access game footage or data or things that might help them understand what's happening a little bit more inside the game of baseball, especially in season. Yeah. And I mean, obviously there's a lot of things that I could be better at, but I mean, it's just kind of, going with the flow and, and trying to find things that I like or, or and things that might make me feel like I'm getting better. So I try to stick to those things. And then in terms of like the injury part, um, I think a lot of guys are kind of set back because they're just worried about um, they're worried about getting hurt again, or they're just uh, conscious that the, the pain might always be there. Um, but it's just about, you know, continuing to do the work because, like, over time it's obviously going to get better once you do your arm care and everything and, and just keep rehabbing. Um, and once you feel better, you just trust that. You, I mean, you trust that you're not going to get hurt again, so you just kind of go out there and ball. Um, 
so that's kind of like how I was. I, I didn't realize, I didn't know how long my, my pain or, um, any of that would have lasted, but I mean, once it went away, I was kind of, I was like, all right, uh, new chapter kind of, kind of thing. So. Yeah. I, I remember that dearly after breaking my arm of like being worried about re-injuring it or, or not going too hard. And now, as you guys know, I'm as much of a psycho as anything. I mean, I'll take Brady calls it the old windmill warm up where I, you know, just get it going and then just start throwing. So, you know, it, it is, it is interesting seeing on the other side of it, especially me being the old guy here, pushing my body, you know, like definitely not the way you're supposed to, but it's interesting how I just bounce back and I'm like, well, this is weird. But I, you know, there's things that we learn over, you know, we hear these stories like year round throwing and watching other big leaguers and, and doing stuff. And so, you know, Taylor, I don't think you've stopped throwing since we met. And I, and I feel like that's a big part of what makes me successful. Could you comment on, on this longevity game of what you've been doing and how you've been able to sustain, you know, this, this increase in performance? Um, yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know. I, I've always loved throwing. So the fact of like the idea of just like not throwing anything, like ever since I was a kid, like I've always enjoyed throwing something. So I think just the fact, like I like have a love for like throwing as weird as it is. And like, um, so I just, I just want to throw all the time. Um, and then in terms of like the longevity part, it's, I don't know, just trusting that I'm, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing in terms of like a warm up or, or like, I know my body well enough to where, I, I feel like I'm, I'm warm enough to throw or I feel, you know, healthy enough to throw. Um, and then I just, over time, you know, you can start learning about the things I, you know, the, like I said before, the things you like, the things you don't like, what makes you feel good, what makes you not feel good. Um, and so like, if I feel good, then I'm going to, I'm going to throw. And if I'm not feeling so good, then I'm, then I might just take a day off or something. So it's, it's kind of just like learning your body and, um, you know, trusting the work that you've put in. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just uh, a lot of people say that you, you shouldn't be throwing, you know, year round or you should be taking a couple months off after a season. And I mean, if you feel good to throw, you know, throw. And if it and if you have to take, you know, a couple of days off um, just to kind of maintain that strength and, and the longevity of it, then by all means, like you have time. But, um, you know, baseball involves throwing. And so if you're going to play year round or if you're going to train year round, you might as well just you know throw year round for the most part. So. Yeah, I, I want to go in a little bit more detail on that because now if it's I believe we've been through two off seasons now as far as like how we've built this <clears throat> plan and what we've been doing inside your programming. And, you know, you've both times you've expressed the want to throw but not compete. And so, you know, coming back, I remember this year, you know, you showed up fresh out of the car, ready to long toss and just like stretch it out and just be outside and make it feel good. And, and you know. Matter of fact, we should probably have a catch before you leave soon. So, you nice. know, it, it, would, it would be it'd be nice to get outside and throw a little bit. I mean, it rained this morning too here, weirdly here in San Diego. So, is what it is. So, I you know, it's been it's been a fun ride following you. We're all big fans. I can't wait to see how you're going to do in Milwaukee this year. And and you know, your live at bats have been very impressive as going forward. Um, so great job, great job. Thanks, I appreciate it. Eric Lopez, the most recent addition to the team, um, Mr. Mr. Professional Gamer himself. Eric, um, thanks for you know showing up one day out of the nowhere and just asking for an internship. <laughs> that is that is the that's the move. You know, um, yeah. you know it, it is. It was a very easy thing for me to be like, yeah, man, like sure, why not? We how'd you know we were looking? You know, so uh, why don't you 
give everybody a little history about yourself and how we met each other and, and, and what we're doing here. All right, so hello, Eric Lopez. Um, 20, 23 years old now. Uh, I met John back in my soft, the end of my sophomore year of JUCO. Um, I was gonna go head out to Kansas City to go play uh, college ball university. Uh, and I obviously didn't feel ready enough. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was up to the level of competition that I wanted to be at. Um, so weirdly enough, I asked my old summer ball coach, uh, Fahim, if I could go train at the hustle facility and me not knowing that John was there, uh, me and John like kind of linked up. Um, that's when I first pulled down. I never had done pull downs in my life. Like, None of that. And then first day I hit 97. And then after that, it was kind of like, cause I was like 91, 92 the first couple of times. And then John like kind of gave me the secret sauce and then it was 97. And then after that, I was kind of hooked. So, uh, so I, w I came to John the end of my sophomore year, the end of my junior year. And then after my senior year. So I've met him, I've been knowing him for like three to four years now. And then, Obviously, I was at school, came back due to COVID, was kind of stuck at home, and then I decided to hit up John to see if he needed an intern, and then I'm here now. Right on, right on. So you've seen, you know, from the hustle all the way to over here, Brady's seen from uh, Pivotal Sports Department, basically over here, and Taylor's Pivotal Sports Performance, you know. Um, you know, anybody that wants to take this, what's the, you know, as, as we've grown this brand, what's, what's one of the biggest things that jumps out from, you know, day one to where we're at right now? I think just like the small details and everything, as far as when it comes to our programming, like I felt like when I was at hustle, it was kind of just like all this knowledge that was given to us by you. And then like, they're picking and choosing what works for us. Cause like, uh, like Taylor was saying, like just knowing knowing what works for your body, knowing what what helps you perform better, it was kind of like the main thing for me. Like, I know there was a lot of stuff on like the warm ups and like all the recovery stuff, but like having all that information being put in front of you, and then being able to pick and choose what works and what doesn't work, and then obviously all the other additional tools that we're given, like the the SEM machines, the radar guns, like. The now that we have all this new technology like rap soda hitting and rap soda pitching, like just being being given information and be able to do what we want with that information, kind of. Nice. Anybody yeah, else got anything? I know, uh, you know, at PSP we had like there was like a lighting issue and everything, so we had the rap soda at the time, but it wasn't always like the most accurate or um, just I don't know the way the way that the layout was set up, it it, it didn't like adhere to the uh, the rap soda, you know being at its best and now that we're at like our own facility now with 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 proper lighting and stuff it, it just kind of adds to the 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 beneficial part of the rap soto in terms of giving out the data that you want and everything so um i think eric hit it on the button you know i think the the data portion of the program has is at its um is at its all-time high right now and it can continue to grow um and then yeah i think Another another thing with the program is that it's just it's it's always adapting. So there's all we're always adding things. We're always taking things off, um, based on like you know how these kids are training in front of us. Like what what do we think could help them get better in terms of like their throwing progression? Like is there another drill we can add? Um, should we take one off? Um, 
And uh, it's just kind of, it's always just adapting and getting, and getting better and just trying to, you know, strive for that, you know, that perfect, you know, throwing progression or program. So. Nice. I think uh, the, the implementation of like getting our own spot and like having all the room that we have is huge too. So like having our own spot for like rolling out, having our own spot for uh, like arm care, like warm ups and stuff. We didn't have that at gym's past. So like that's, just it's been huge we're not like standing on any toes it's all us and then that kind of like the comfort level bring them into like okay we're gonna go hit a new pr today we're gonna go you know hit a bomb today so like the vibe the vibe is perfect i agree yes i i would have to say that you guys have you know definitely the it's been very easy, you know, at, at the gym with, with like the flow of it, the music, you know, it's not a concert like it's hadn't been in the past, you know, <laughs> like you're saying, we're not worried about a ricochet going somewhere and, you know, hitting someone in the head on accident because a 10 year old doesn't exactly know where the ball's going. And then people don't realize that that's like a thing, you know, they're like, how come you can't throw the ball? Well, it's, he's 10. He's got it. Sometimes you <laughs> screw up sometimes it all goes that way instead of that way so sometimes we you know, have 15 year olds still, doing that too right exactly sometimes we got <laughs> professionals that yeah ball completely slips out of their hand you know been, been there so been you know there. i you know i wanted to take this moment and just say you know, i appreciate all your guys hard work it's you know your feedback helps me as well you know like we we're talking about adapting our throwing program or what you like what you don't like you know how the technology works you know is the i hack attack too much for someone when you put it at 90 miles an hour because it spins at i don't know 29,000 rpm it just feels like it goes straight up as soon as you put it in there you know and there's a bunch of you know other things that have opened up i feel like live at bats have really elevated the way we can test a lot of our training and and maybe even expose some other people's training on on where they are personally you know because to me there's no better way to prepare for a season then then for that and so taylor you know you've you were you're at week like 104 right 108 something like that i'm not sure how many weeks that we've gone through in your off-season training but could you talk about you know what you've felt from you know since you got back to this week obviously of of, of live at bats and what what's the difference have you seen first off i think it's it's week 24 so oh, 108 sorry. 108 sorry. would be kind of kind of wild <laughs> um <laughs> But, uh, you know, since I got back, so in the season, I started off as a starter and, and it started off pretty well. And then I kind of went through a struggle, um, but I started to notice, you know, one, my two strike, my two strike execution wasn't the best. Um, I would just leave it, leave stuff over the plate and they would get hammered. And then, um, and then also my slider and my cutter were, were blending to, to almost be like the same pitch and, or, or one was surpassing the other in effectiveness um and so whenever i threw the less effective one it, it would it would get hit so um you know i got moved to the bullpen and just was just like you know what like let's just bang let's just bang one pitch and just throw like a hard a hard slider like kind of blend the two pitches into a hybrid and just uh and just throw that and so like that 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 ended up being um, a big uh, big tool for me uh, ended up doing a lot better in the bullpen like second half of the season um so when I came back for, for the off season, I still kind of like, I was in the notion of, you know, keeping that hybrid pitch, but I also did want to try and figure out if I can differentiate the cutter and slider um, and actually have the two pitches back and actually know what I'm doing on each pitch to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. 
And so I think I've, I'm, I'm getting a lot closer to figuring that, that part out. Um, I've noticed that I, I have been able to throw them different, um, but sometimes they do kind of blend together where they are kind of a similar pitch. So it's just a matter of just continuing to, to work on those grips and, and what feels comfortable and what kind of like, um, you know, mental um, notes I can take in, in terms of like, what, how, what do I got to do to make this pitch do this? And then, um, so th- there's that. And then also just executing the two strike pitches is, is um, a big thing for me as well. So coming from the season, um, I've just been, ever since I've been going on the mound, I've been doing those, like just kind of working on those in my bullpens. And then also just kind of tracking my, uh, I started like tracking my velo days and just like, you know, um, how, how hard can my shuffles be? How hard can my, um, uh, pull downs be? And, and, uh, um, on a week to week basis. Um, so I almost kind of like wrote out a program for myself just to see if I can do it. It's more like a science project this off season to start. Um, and the velos went up in different drills, um, but then I just wanted to start focusing on just pitching um, and just my command and everything. So um, first half of the offseason was more like tracking, kind of um, get the arm conditioned. And then now it's the second half of the offseason is just live ABs, pitching, working on all the different pitches and grips that I that I throw and just trying to, you know, master all of them in different counts. So. Eric and Brady, um, you guys have been watching like I have. What have you noticed about Taylor's progression from starting at Live ABs? You go first. I'm gonna take forever. <laughs> um, well, like I've I've seen Taylor throw before in the past, and like I never really got a good glimpse at him. Like I would see the clips that we would get from from you posting on from his outings in Milwaukee and whatnot, but like I never personally known Taylor and got to see him like throw in person till this this year so when he was coming back i was kind of excited because like that was when i was still in like the realm of like whether i wanted to keep playing or if i was just gonna like you know continue on with whatever i was gonna do so like seeing him throw and like from week one to week to now it was just like i feel like i i kind of had something to do with it just about his like attitude so to speak of just like when you're on the mound, it's like, it's game time. And like, whether, whether you're his friend or you're not his friend, like he's going to dominate you, whether you like it or not. And like, he's going to come after you with all he's got and just being able to differentiate those personalities or like attitude, so to speak, is kind of what makes him like, kind of like that, that man. So like, I'm kind of stoked for him to go to Milwaukee and kind of take that closer role by the horns and, and ride with it. Cause I feel like after, after seeing him from week one to week to to now, it's like once he figured out that curveball and then like being more aggressive with his fastball and like just kind of knowing what pitch, what pitches work and which counts and like you know kind of sequencing and all that stuff. It, it's I'm excited. Thanks. So uh, <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen Taylor from like like PSP days where he's you know Cutter Nation's first over 100 pull down like so excited just to throw every day and then uh like now working up to to being his competitor and like going through my own stuff to where i can i can face him and i can catch him effectively it's just like it's night and day difference like the dude is so nasty such a live arm and it's like it's like i always say that like facing john is like a game of chess facing taylor is a whole nother a whole nother animal because the ball is just like it's it's got both ways and he's like he's smooth 92 so you don't expect it and then 
he's crossbody, so like he's he's pointed at me when he's throwing. So like as a righty in the box, and even as a catcher, get my thumb blown up. It's just like the uh, uh, the progression that he's made over the course of going away to season and coming back and like working on his own stuff and working on his own and lifting and like I see him put in the work and it's all paying off for him and I'm super stoked. Thanks, man. <laughs> I I've noticed uh, a big difference in your. Uh, translation from your bullpens to your game on location and execution. It's been, it's been very fun for me to watch. Cause I, you know, I see it every day with you doing your ball and the T work where, you know, I've got some other ideas. I haven't even, I forgot to tell you about that. I saw the other day, which would be cool. Um, but there's just, just watching you grow and become like your own version of what you feel and, and how, you know, you, you know, you're starting to read batters against your swings and your pitches better you know, like I said, I'm, I'm with, you know, the, I'm always a big fan of, of what you've been doing, but it's been very fun to watch you go all the way through it and, and like scrap things or find a better way to do it and start seeing these different tunneling ideas. And, you know, it, it's fun to go on the other side of it too and ask the hitters, you know, during live ABs and, and find out what they're saying and what do they see. And, and it's funny because every time it's always like, well, don't see the fastball explodes at me and the cutter is late. And I, I don't even know what that other thing is, you know? And so it's fun. It's fun to watch you grow inside of those ideas of fast, medium, slow, fast, slow, stuff like that, that, that you've really expanded your arsenal, that it's going to be fun. Cause you know, I think the game is going towards these like starting pitchers that are closers that have all these tools. Cause you need all these tools because these hitters are so good now. So big hats off to you there. Yeah. And, like I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what my role will be this year, but I've been told several things. But if it is closer, then you know Eric's been uh, Eric's been prepping me in the uh, in the mindset for sure, talking talking shit to me every day, uh, and then I just I just try and block it out, whether he thinks he's in my head or not. You know, I'm always gonna tell him I'm just blocking it out. So yeah, um, you know, that's something like that Eric said. Really, I think something that I've been working on too is like I've always just been kind of like a mellow guy, um, not really showing emotion on the field, not really like having that like bulldog mentality or, or, you know, being an asshole out there. Um, and I'm still not really used to it. I, I've gotten so much better at it, but uh, you still find me from time to time, like apologizing to people like, yo, I'm sorry if I'm like too much of an asshole up there. So it's yeah. really not me, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, for sure. uh, but you know, it's just kind of like, you know, honing in that, you know, that energy and, and kind of rolling with it. Cause it is fun. It is fun to be like, that guy on the mound and then like off the field, like you can be like the nicest guy ever, but like when it comes to the mound and, and the game time, you know, you're a whole different beast. So that's something you're always, I'm always trying to work on. And then, yeah, the, the curveball as well. Um, working on pitches that I never necessarily like had the most confidence in. Um, so just trying to like keep on throwing them just to make sure I have that confidence and it's just starting to build a lot with the curveball and then, you know, the change up and everything. So um that's something I'm really like proud of this off season is just like kind of cont- not trying to, not trying to bang that pitch right away. It's just keep working on it. And if you can get, make it, if you can make it better then you know, then, then it, then it's one of my best pitches now. So, um, you know, it's just been fun just kind of working on everything and, um, you know, Brady and Eric, you know, they, they have a lot of knowledge in, in their fields and, and just like from their experiences as well that I can always take um, into my own game. So uh, it's just nice having all these guys around. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So uh, what has been each one of your favorite part about working here? <laughs> Who wants to go first? I, I think that's for me. I think it's just like 
like I'm a big vibe guy. So like if the vibe's off, like I'm not I'm not really like I can't give you all my my 100% because like if I just don't feel comfortable there, like I'm not gonna try to work myself to make myself feel comfortable. Like obviously like it's different. Like if it's like like you know like a structured workplace or whatever, but like. I feel like it's just a bunch of boys like trying to make kids better. So like, so I feel like if the vibes off, like I'm not with it, but definitely like, <laughs> I feel like I have, I have a good connection with all you guys. Like as far as John being like, I, you're my boss, but like, it's not like you're my boss boss. Like you're not forcing me to do things. And like Brady and Taylor, like my boys. And like, we play video games Squ- all the time. Like, say squad squad up, up. Huh? yeah. So like, I just feel um, I feel that has a big part of what, what makes working at Cutter Nation so fun because it's not really work. It's kind of just like, let's all show up. Let's let's make these kids better and like let's let's get after it. So I'd have to uh, I'd have to agree with that for sure. Like both Brady and Eric mentioned it already. Like the vibe, you know. So um, the vibe's good. The people are great. Like our clients are great. Um, they yeah. they kind of like they kind of see what what we are like you know we're, we're like the trainers but we're also just some goofy ass dudes just trying to get better and like have fun so like they kind of know that so like they're like oh you can have fun playing baseball you can have fun <laughs> training for so it's i don't know it's, it's a good vibe and then it's just like a i don't know just the fact i've never done like a you know a training program like this before like throughout my whole career it's always just like been me playing catch with my dad or something um and um so like just having a, a place to go and, and train and, and just get better at is uh um i've been doing this for you know two like almost like two and a half years now so um maybe three i'm not sure but um you know just having that this spot where i can i know that i can get better at is has been a it's been a it's been a blessing for sure um just kind of being able to you know have that spot so it's been cool <laughs> i mean i'm gonna sound like broken record but i mean it's sick it's so fun in the gym just you know bumping music and having fun and and uh, a whole other side to that, I love seeing, like, uh, a first-day guy or, like, a, a first-couple-weeks guy just come in and hit a PR and, like, they can see how fun it is to, like, progress and, and you can still have fun and make it competitive at the same time. And, like, there are different sides and, and people start to realize that. So that eye-opening moment for me, like, seeing seeing somebody hit their first home run on Rapsodo or seeing somebody pull down 90 for the first time. It's like it's a blast because the 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 energy in the gym is electric and everybody gets so pumped for them. So it's it's just a, it's a great spot to be in as a as a trainer and as an athlete for Cutter Nation. It's it's huge. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, um, you know, I don't want to eat too much more of your time. We we've got a uh, uh, plenty of work to do today. Another full schedule. It's going to be some fun times. But I, you know, I'm glad you guys got to you know. Um, introduce yourselves to our audience. We're going to do this more. And, and as we bring more guests onto the show, we'll be dropping people in and here and there and, and just trying to get more in depth to some ideas. And, and I'm always trying to learn. And one of my favorite ways is to learn is to talk to people and, and, you know, we can do that through this platform. So, you know, um, anything else you got to sign off? Um, yeah. Uh, bet on yourself for sure. If you're in the if you're in the low the low parts of baseball, it's an up and down roller coaster. So if you're in the low parts, just you know, you're gonna get back up. So just keep betting on yourself. 
I mean, I don't got none. Uh, <laughs> MLB 21, the show's coming out. Oh, yeah, if y'all want the work, let me know. Warzone, y'all can get the work too. He's Cutter Nation's uh, uh, professional gamer, so if any, you know, he's the one that's running our stream and getting a lot of things going on that. We're excited about MLB the Show coming up, and you know, maybe Cutter Nation may be entering in some uh, tournaments here soon. So if you I'm guys down. are interested oh. in <laughs> interested in and getting dominated, <laughs> I'm sure anybody here on the screen would enjoy a nice competitive situation. You know, let's get let's get it. Yeah. yeah. So don't forget to rate. <laughs> don't forget to rate review and subscribe if you haven't so far appreciate it guys this has been a blast it'll be up everywhere right now so good job thank you peace